Retro Blist is from here on out dedicated to Jane Franklin. The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to Retro Bliss Presents Pocket Reviews, episode number two. We're excited to be here to review this game for the first time. This is Legend of the River King for the Game Boy Color, 1999 Natsume and Victor Interactive. And Johnny, go ahead and bring us in with some other information. Well, we also have Tim here too. Uh, let's not forget Tim. Hey guys. <laughs> I want to bring I want to bring beautiful Tim in before I destroy this. Uh, this is just inside baseball. This is the second time we're recording this <laughs> episode. So technically, I've now talked about fishing games three freaking times. Three times. And this is even what I kind of like. Spoiler alert. And I don't want to do it. But I'm doing it out of sheer friendship and guilt. But I am not going to hold back. I am a bit awake for approximately less than an hour. I haven't even eaten. Well, that's not true. I had a cookie. One cookie. <laughs> Uh, because Trevor said, let's record now. And then he had the gall, the gall to go upstairs and eat something first before he wanted to record. So I'm twice as mad that I'm doing this out of friendship and he couldn't even just skip breakfast like I'm doing for the, for the show, for you guys and for both Tim and Trevor. Because I do love you guys, but I don't <laughs> want to be here. Uh, I've already done this once. And I'm going to tell you now, the audio that you'll never hear had some great Johnny jokes in it. Some great Johnny jokes that will not be replicated. Not because I don't remember them, but because they won't be near as good saying on the second time. And I refuse. So the bottom line of all that is, yeah, the audio was crap on our first attempt. And I felt really bad about it. And I figured out the problem, knock on wood. So it should be good from here on out. Uh, basically, my computer needed to be destroyed and wiped from the beginning. Just like but in the bathroom. it's not completely true that you can't hear those golden jokes that Johnny gave. The jokes that I missed during the first recording because I was so paranoid about the audio. Uh, if you go to our Patreon and give as little as a dollar, yep, I'm shilling right here. Um, you can listen to the original Legend of the River King recording, which is totally not different. worth it. Don't do it. Just and when I say when I say raw, so my audio is bad, but you can hear what I'm saying. But also, like in the middle of the episode, we totally fall apart. Like Johnny can't hear what I'm saying at all. And that's all going to be in there. Everything we say. I think Johnny gave a social security number at one point. I sure um, did. Because I don't all, care anymore. It's all staying in there. So go to Patreon. You can hear the full original recording of this episode. But My phone number is 555. <laughs> 1-800-609. That's not how that song goes, is it? Close enough. Okay. Uh, Legend of the River King is a fishing RPG. If that excites you, stick around. Um, if not, you're me. <laughs> if not, you're Johnny. No, no, I do want to defend myself a little bit. I said 15 minutes, and to me, that's eating time. And I'm like, I care about the fans. I'm going to be, like, hungover. Like, I'm just a different person if I'm hungry. So I'm going to eat something. Not because I want to, but so it's good audio. Completely selfless, clearly. Um, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Meanwhile... Like, you know, me and Johnny are kind of like the pre-Madonna's. Meanwhile, Tim is just like, hey, if you guys want to do it, that's fine with me. 
Tim, Tim very much go with the flow. We need a t-shirt, uh, yep. a pocket reviews t-shirt. Be like Tim. Yeah. Yeah, be a Tim. There we go. We'll have a Tim. A- oh, I like that. Be a Tim. Be a Tim. Be a Tim. Yeah. In a world of Johnny's and Travers, be a Tim. <laughs> yeah. That would be a great pocket review t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. I forgot that we had t-shirts for the main podcast. We probably should have kept That's because nobody wanted bit. them, but, yeah, but Tim. Hey, Tim I have one. one. I got but one. Tim. I yeah, think Tim somebody else did, too. Um, oh, we sold two. Uh, that's how yep. we do it. Hey, I got one. <laughs> well, three. I'm too oh, fat for it now, but whatever. I gave my know. mom one, so that's four. Yep. I should give my wife mine because I'm way too fat to fit in it. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to get right into it to not waste your time. Uh, oh, man. Oh, also, Johnny's. real quick, real quick. <laughs> um, the other reason I'm annoyed by this is because the the first recording we did of this, not only are we missing out on the jokes, but uh, and in fairness, but in fairness to Trevor, to Trevor, the audio, his audio is not good, but, uh, and that would paranoid me too, if my audio wasn't good. So I get it, but I'm just very annoyed by the whole thing. And, uh, I felt like that episode took us forever to do because we're talking about fishing and I just, just don't have the energy anymore. I would have tried harder to focus on the highlights this time. Um, or the, the highlight reel, you might say. Oh, graphics. This is a fishing RPG game, but let's think get less. into it. <laughs> let's get into the graphics. Yeah. Think less uh, King Salmon and think more Pokemon or, or Harvest Moon when you think about the graphics. It's yes. very cartoony. It's very colorful. Um, it's not going to blow anybody away, but I really like how it looks. To me, it's just charming my socks off. Not like It's not like Earthbound. It's not quite that charming, but it's it reminded me of Pokemon. Like a, if, if the original Pokemon Red and Blue were full color, I think it was fairly similar to that. I have breaking news. Literally just happened just now. Breaking oh. news. Breaking news. Uh, uh, the new episode of Retro Pop is out. Go listen to it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You dare solely the name of this re-recording of Legend of the River King. <laughs> uh, the most recent Cardboard Cave, my board game podcast. I have a special guest. Check that one out. Um, it's not graph- me. Graphically, I already know what you guys think, but share with the listeners. <laughs> Go ahead, Tim. Uh, yeah, you be- basically hit the nail on the head. It felt like I was playing um, like a Pokemon type uh, thing. Uh, it- it's it's charming. The sprites are just it's a little it's a little charming game as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Harvest Moon like. Yeah, very much so. Uh, you can't fault this game graphically at all. I think it looks fine graphically. I even actually like how it looks. It's got its own little style, and those are the type of games I usually like. So I'm not going to be ranting about how it looks. Graphically, this game uh, looks looks fine and makes you want to play it just from how it looks. And the the graphics are real cartoony overall, but the fish themselves, as I mentioned in the first take, uh, are really pretty realistic for a Game Boy Color game. So that kind of is interesting because the, the fish are kind of realistic and everything else is cartoony. I think it works. And the fish have cool little animations. They're not super animated, but they they have enough animation that you feel like you're fighting the fish, you know. So I think the graphics do their job and then a, a little bit more too. So audio. Let's get into it. Audio. Um, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm a psychic. I don't, have I ever told you guys that, that I'm a psychic? No, you haven't. No. That's something you've not shared. I'm predicting that Tim was listening on his little Game Boy Advance SP next to a loud air conditioner, so he didn't really hear the audio too much. And I'm predicting that Johnny didn't find the music memorable, but it was fine. 
Um, oh, we don't even have to talk to him. This is great. <laughs> wow, yeah. That's just a prediction, just a random wild prediction. What am I um, thinking right now? <laughs> man, I want to eat in Trevor's a Jack Apple. Oh, God, you're, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the music was charming. Except I didn't say Jack Apple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just censored. <laughs> The audio changes for each area. Oh, and I enjoyed it. Speaking of censored, yeah, uh, I am also mad at myself because apparently <laughs> I don't talk well. Like it's even worse than I thought. If you listen to the previous Retro Bliss, hard that beep, I wasn't cussing, but no. it sounds like I was. Yeah, uh, that's because <laughs> I can't speak well. I'm a blubbering fool. So yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. In the hard that's driving episode, funny. our last regular episode, at the five minute marks, like right at the five minute mark. Johnny gets beeped out by our producer, Chris. And I'm like, what? what? What was that all about? I didn't catch the joke. And then I listened again and I died laughing because it sounds like Johnny says F beep, 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 beeping. Well, yeah. I just, you, you get the idea. He dropped an F bomb, a major F bomb. And I just was cackling because I knew what he said. He'd said, figure it out, I think is what you said. Yeah. How do I get figured out to that? <laughs> and it's like, Chris thought he dropped an F bomb. So he edited him out and I, I just loved it. I'm glad he left that in. <laughs> but the audio of this game, uh, the each area has its own song. And no, it's not like it's not like Pokemon catchy, for example, but it's good. I enjoyed the music a lot. And uh, we all talk about the sounds because I predict you have some interesting comments about the actual sounds of the game. I don't know about interesting, just like this <laughs> game. But I will say that this is a game where you do need the sound on because that definitely helps you with the actual fishing part. Uh, the because when you put your uh your pole or what you, your line your reel whatever into the water, <laughs> and a fish starts surrounding it, that's not all there is. It'll beep, and then it'll make even more beeps. And when it's beeping really fast, that's when you know uh, you got to hit the button because the fish is a nibbling, and you got to get that fish on the hook, and that's how you do it. So, I thought that was pretty interesting that you could uh, that they used sound in that way. So I thought that was pretty cool that part. Even and, though I did want to listen to a podcast instead, but I didn't. It, it, is, it does make it hard because I, I tried the same thing. I mean, it's it's repetitive game by nature. So I tried to listen to a podcast while I was playing, but you kind of need the audio and you can actually fish with just the audio if you close your eyes and just focus on it. And I thought that was pretty cool because even when the fish are struggling, they make this waggling sound when they're waggling their tails, which is the official term for it. And when they stop, you know, it's, it's safe to reel them in. Um and then they make this beeping sound when they're starting to really fight against you. So you got to let off again. So you could totally fish with just the audio. And I, I think that's pretty funny. Tim, do you have anything to add to that? Or do we pretty much just. Oh, you hit you? it all in the head. I, um, of course, with my uh, not hearing the audio right away, it took me a minute. I didn't understand the fishing. And then once I figured that out, the fishing is pretty intuitive. And uh, I enjoyed it. Intimidative. Well, speaking of enjoying the fishing. Um, let's get into the gameplay. Let's, uh, let's do that. Um, get into it. <clears throat> fishing Here, RPG. I'll sum it up. I'll sum it Here, up. Go ahead. All right. Uh, you fish and you fight, uh, wildlife there. I did it for you. Okay. Yeah. And to go into a little more detail, it is a fishing RPG, but okay. You think about your typical, like JRPG. What are you really doing about 80% of the time? Battling. Battling. Yeah. Oh yeah. Battling. Sorry. So this is a fishing RPG, but you're really doing fishing about 80% of the time. Um, but Johnny's right. You're not just fishing. There's actual random battles against wildlife. And uh, it's not a big deal, but it is a big part of the game because your health, your HP, 
accounts for basically everything. How far you – I can't ever remember the correct word terminology in fishing, even though I played a bunch of games now. Oh, cast your you, line. I keep wanting to say cast your rod, which would be throwing your rod into the pool. That's what I – Pool? Is that where you fish the pool? I can't remember. You cast your line, and if you're Guys, held – I need about five minutes. i got to go cast my rod. <laughs> okay. Well, you're talking about dipping your pole in the water and fish circling earlier, and I just I, – I yeah. went to the bathroom. Yeah. Um. If you have one health, for example, you're not going to be able to cast your line far at all. But if you have 100 health, you're casting across the whole lake just about. Uh, the longer you hold the button, the further you cast. But the way you increase your health is these random battles. So there's snakes, bald eagles, monkeys, lynx. Bears. A bear. Uh, the monkey. What was that, cats, you said? Bats. Bats, well, yes, yeah. yes. Well, I guess the lynx is the cat, yeah. Yep. The monkey is super disturbing. Like, all that wildlife looks pretty realistic, just like the fish. Monkeys are disturbing. They'll sit there and just throw their stuff at you. you yes. <laughs> but the good news is, if you don't really want to figure out a complex battling system, you don't have to, because all you do is punch everything in the face. It's like a little timing mini game. This little icon circles around randomly around the animal. And when it's at a good spot, you hit the button and you punch it. And it's, yeah. it never changes. It's not deep at all. But for a game like this that is not supposed to be super stressful, I actually didn't mind that at all. Did y'all want more from the battling system? Or were you okay with that? It was fine. I uh, didn't. There were times where it was annoying, especially if you're fighting a smaller creature because it's easy to miss on those. Uh, and that was a little annoying, but like there's such small things and like one or two hits takes them out. So yeah, uh, ultimately it kind of made up for it. And the bigger creatures, uh, or easier to hit obviously so uh it was fine i mean the fact that it was even there when you're playing a fishing game wasn't was a nice surprise a little change of <laughs> yeah. gameplay you know you know what we haven't mentioned and that is what the whole premise of this game is because wow. that was a big deal to me uh yeah. this the beginning of this game keep in mind you are a child you're playing a child you're a kid your mother uh, tells you that your sister is sick and she's going to die. She is dying. Mm -hmm. And the only way to save her life is to catch this certain, what's the fish called, Trevor? You got to catch a guardian fish. The guardian fish. That is the only way to save your sister's life. And your mother tells you, a child, to go out and save your sister. <laughs> she puts all this on you to go do this. And that's the premise. That's that's a freaking heavy start to a fishing game. It yeah. is. It is. And the thing is, the story doesn't mean a whole lot after that point um, until the end. If you actually catch the fish, the, the, the sum of the story after that epic opening is you meet people who, for some reason, think they're your family. Like every other person thinks they're your brother or your sister, your aunt or your uncle. Um, See previous recording for really good run of. Uh, Yes. Vin Diesel and and other jokes on family. Yes. This isn't really so much. This is like the cut edition. This is like the uh, <laughs> this is the actually theatrical release. If you want the director's cut, go listen to the Patreon. Yeah, that's episode. Worst audio. Yes. I, I was on point with those jokes and I don't really give myself a lot of. You were on point. Me. I added some great jokes to your jokes. There's Man, a lot what of, a, you know, what lot of laughter. Yeah. I brought up Olive Garden, you know, Vin Diesel. Oh, Olive Garden. If that doesn't when, get people when you hear your family. Patreon. Yeah. If that doesn't get people donating to Patreon, I don't know what it will. Oh, man. Um, I had a great joke about cows and udders. I mean, I just really recommend that audio. Yeah, please check it out. But speaking of flounders, um, 
you are fishing for the most part, but a lobster. The reason it works, but never <laughs> flounder, never perch. Oh, oh, yeah. The reason it works is you're given a little bit of a motivation. For example, Grandpa. Oh, there's there's like four people that call that think that you're a grandpa, but Grandpa might want three AU fish, and I don't even know if I'm saying that right because I've never heard of all you AU. Anyways, and you got to find those fish and catch them. Somebody else, you know. <laughs> I feel like AU is like you're trying to get a, somebody's attention. AU, 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 Tim. There's fish. Doing? Fish is poked out of the water. Yo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I always thought it'd be funny if we, uh, you know, if uh, you know, uh, in Christianity, Jesus walked on water. What did the fish think? You know, when they saw just this, <laughs> looking up, they see sandals above them. Hey, that's my roof, dude. <laughs> that fish has a weird accent. Like, what they saw they're from Brooklyn or something. I know. <laughs> from Brooklyn. Hey, yo, what you doing on my roof? <laughs> hey, over here. Over here now. So, speaking of Brooklyn, <laughs> the, the until the end of the game, that's really as complex as it ever gets. Once you figure out the fishing, this is almost like a Harvest Moon type game in that you have to be okay with a bunch of repetition. It is what it is. The battles never change. Some enemies just have more health. They take more health from you. Um, you basically need money to buy better rods, better bait. You can buy different types of rods. In our raw Patreon recording, I give you a pro tip. There's a certain rod and a certain fly. I'll give that much away. If you buy those in the very first town, you'll be able to catch most of the fish in the game. Um, otherwise you kind of have to experiment with it. So I'll leave that for you to discover on the Patreon episode or Google, you know, whichever you'd rather do. Um, but yeah, you're buying better equipment and mostly you're buying food. 99% of the money you spend in this game is going to be on food because you're constantly running out of health. The enemies will take some of your health. The main reason you run out of health is because pretty early on you get a raft. And for me, the raft was a game changer because now you can fish floating down the river or floating through the lake. But if you're swimming against the current, I'm talking about four or five seconds and you pass out. So you got to be constantly just stuffing your face with food or you'll just die. But when you do die, you just go to the inn and the inn is never very far away. It's not a big deal. There's no big, it's like, oh, you lost all your fish because you died. No, it's, it's, this is not a game of heavy punishment. It's a fairly relaxing, very repetitive game, um, which you're either going to love that kind of thing or hate it. But there's not any huge risk in the game. Uh, but don't go out fishing unless you have a bunch of food because you're going to need to eat all of it. Um, we're all annoyed by the fact that you're kind of having to constantly buy and eat food or is that just, that was just the flow of the game for me, but. Yeah, it but, was yeah. kind of, it, yeah, it was the flow of it too. And it, it made sense because I mean, it, that's kind of uh stamina and health and stuff is a RPG element in most games. So, and you know, it is added in a little bit extra and gave you more incentive to catch the fish and sell them for the money. Basically you're funding your way to fish. So it made <laughs> yeah. sense. I, I liked it at first because it added a little bit more RPG elements to it and actually made it feel sort of realistic. Like you got to eat, you know, as you're going yeah. through your day. Uh, so that, and obviously if you listen to our shows, you know, uh, Trevor and I really dig food. So oh, yeah. that part I, I liked, but it, it did get a little bit ridiculous for being yeah. honest. If, if you're going against the current, it's yeah, you just, you about have to eat a whole wheelbarrow full of food just to make it like 15 feet. It's kind of ridiculous. 
But have you ever tried to swim against the current in a raft? It's basically impossible. So I guess that's the idea. <laughs> the so for the rest of the game, you have this raft, so you can freely cross the water. And the a game is too raft. A little too raft, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the, the game's basically split into four areas. And the, none of the areas are huge. The last one's definitely the biggest. But it, it is an RPG, but it's also much more segmented uh, than your traditional RPG. There's, Like I said, there's the four areas. You don't have to do a ton of exploring until the final area. And I'm not going to spoil it, but that's the first time I had to look up an FAQ because the guardian fish, which is your whole goal of the game, is in a hidden lake, and it is not obvious where this is hidden. And you have to do a certain series of quests, basically, like do this for this person, do this for this person. It almost always involves getting fish. But it is, I thought it was pretty obvious. Like, were y'all stumped up to the point that y'all played as far as what you need to do next once you figured out how the game works? Um, I think I mentioned this before on a previous recording that we've not talked about at all, uh, <laughs> that you do need, at the very least, go over the manual, which is easy oh, to find yes. online because it just tells you all these little things. And I was annoyed by that because if I'm going to play a fishing game, another fishing game, uh, I want it to be as simple as possible. <laughs> uh, so I was a little annoyed. But honestly, after about 10 minutes of reading, like it tells you everything you need to know about how to play. Yeah. Uh, I never got far enough like like Trevor did. Trevor, here's a spoiler alert, beat the game. I definitely didn't make it that far. I made it to maybe – I played about hour, hour and a half of this. Uh, so I did need to read the manual at first because when I yeah. first tried it, I didn't read the manual and I wasn't catching a thing. And then I read yeah. the manual and I was catching them left and right. So That's true. I'm going on about how kind of simple the game is, but it is not simple if you don't read the manual because the manual shows you a map of each area and where you can find the fish. If you don't have that manual, which Google it, it's super easy to find. It's the first thing that comes up. If you don't have the manual, you just got to fish the whole stream or the whole lake to find specific fish. And those fish will always be there. Like they'll repopulate in that area. But if you don't know the perch is in this right, I don't know, right lower corner of the lake, and I'm just making that up, then you're just going to fish everywhere until you figure that out. Um, so the, but it's in the manual. It's not cheating. You're supposed to know that information, but it is a little weird. There's such crucial information you just wouldn't know if you didn't have the manual. Also, the other thing you're really having to figure out is what fish want what bait. Um, there's different sizes of rods even, but basically the bigger rods are capable of catching bigger fish. There, There is a trick, and I've, I've decided I'm not going to spoil it here. The Patreons will have it spoiled, but there is a rod you can buy in the first area of the game that basically all the fish will buy <laughs> will bite it. Um, you can find that information if you want to. But basically, that makes the game just easier. Like, you still have to do all the things, but you don't have to guess. You don't have to guess what bait to use or anything. Um, but at the very end of the game, you are going to have to figure it out. And I almost want to spoil it here. Um, I think I'm going to. So if you don't want to know what bait to use on the final Guardian Fish, I guess skip ahead like 30 seconds. What do you guys think? Like, there's nothing. I couldn't find any hints in the game about what bait to use just throw out a guess you know what bait would you catch fish with worms okay worms how about you johnny uh master <laughs> <laughs> nope that's not right either but that's closer uh it's, it's a sweet dough ball that's a continuation joke from the previous episode yep yep 
<laughs> like I, I don't know how you figure that out, but I guess you just have to try everything. We're, um, a, we're a hard PG. <laughs> a hard PG, yes. Hard. Um, driving. Balls. Hard driving PG. So speaking of a couple of hard dough balls, uh, I do have a quote that I think I forgot to read in our other recording. This is my favorite quote in the game. It's in the final area, and it's not a spoiler because I never figured out what the heck it means, and I beat the game. <laughs> but there's an old man who calls himself your grandpa, and he says, when the catfish are restless, there will be an earthquake. Okay, so I was doing everything to make the catfish restless. Like, this has to mean something. You know, what does this mean? But nothing. I, I couldn't figure anything out. I, I don't know if that's like a botched translation. Um, but if you know what it means when the catfish are restless, there will be an earthquake. Then uh, let us know on Facebook or Instagram. I, I bet something happens in the game at some point, and it just doesn't happen every time you play. But Maybe not. Uh, in real life, it is known that animals do kind of go a little weird and crazy before like climatic things happen, like earthquakes. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe it was like a fortune. Like maybe that's what it was. Like it wasn't meant yeah. to be a game yet. It's maybe it's like, like you, and it could tell yeah. the future. Maybe. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I think the last comments about the gameplay is the fishing is simple once you know what to do. But I think the single coolest aspect of this game is probably the raft. But this goes along with that. And that's the water currents. Like, the water currents, there's little arrows, almost like in a golf game on the putting green. There's little arrows that kind of show you the direction the water's going. And it really is kind of cool. Like, you can cast your, and cool's a strong word. I know Johnny's thinking that. But you cast your line out, and it'll follow the current. So you got to kind of, like, lead the fish. You know, you cast it upstream, and then your line will eventually flow past the fish. And that's how you get them to bite, is when your line goes, you know, around them and past them. And when you're in the raft, you can actually float for quite a long time as long as there's a current without losing any health. You'll just follow the current. I don't know. That might seem super basic, but for Game Boy Color game, I thought that was fun and cool. Um, well, there's a little tiny spider floating right here. Just one second. I'm sure that was loud. Sorry. <laughs> I was just loving it. Um, I know some people don't like us to kill insects and things. He was petting the spider. I was petting the spider. Um <laughs> It was literally floating, like, right in front of the computer. I guess it was on a string. A web? <laughs> a web. There you go. Um, yeah, I mean, I, to save everybody's time, because this is going to be one of these games that you're either going to want to play it or you're going to be tuned out already. But let's just get into our reviews, unless y'all had something else to say. No, I'm ready. <laughs> how, how can I know? Reviews. Let's get into it. Tim, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, my review is I enjoyed what I played. Unfortunately, I didn't get as far as I would have liked uh, my uh, game save corrupted, but I did get to through about the first lake. And once I got the fishing down and got a rhythm of, you know, who to talk to and what to do, I was enjoying myself. Um, it's got quite a bit in, in it. For, I mean, it and it's pretty intuitive for a Game Boy game. If I had this as a kid, I probably would have honestly really enjoyed it because i really enjoyed the pokemon games back then um so i am going to give this a a 6.5 and um that may or may not be what i gave it previously (laughs) so um go and find out but yeah no 6.5 um i might be convinced to go up a little higher because i did enjoy the game and um, i'm looking forward to revisiting it cool johnny so i played a lot of fishing games uh well (laughs) Something I never thought I'd ever say. And 
this is probably the one I've liked the most. It has a lot of other elements to it and stuff. But out of sheer pettiness, out of sheer pettiness of having to talk about a fishing game again, again, more than any other podcast ever has. I guarantee you that. I guarantee that video game podcast. I Before the original recording, I gave it a six and a half. Out of sheer pettiness, I'm knocking off 0.5. I'm giving this a six. And it's just because I'm annoyed I had to do this again. But the game, honestly, you should play it. Because you either like it or you won't. Uh, and it does at least give you a little twist to doing more than just fishing, even though fishing is honestly by far the main part of the game. Yeah. And uh, in the original recording, I said, I agree with both of your six and a half. Uh, so Johnny's falling out of being correct. <laughs> no, I do understand a six and a half. Um, I did beat the game. I, people online say it takes give or take eight hours to beat. I think that's probably accurate if you have the manual and if you figure things out pretty quick, but you could easily double that time if you don't have the manual and you have to just figure everything out on your own as far as what rods to use and stuff. Um, but it's not for an RPG. It's very short, but I kind of don't mind that because it's more of a, if it were an RPG, it would be an action RPG, which usually aren't as long, you know? Um, but it's, it's focused. It gets the job done. I was at the very last area in the game and thinking, okay, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Um, uh, obviously i enjoyed it because I, I finished it and i decided i was going to finish it. it 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 was charming to me like it was it's just odd it's just odd enough and i don't know maybe this is hipster but i genuinely enjoy things now that are a little off kilter like this is not a perfect game like the battles are super repetitive the fishing is actually super repetitive once you know what you're doing but i kind of didn't mind it you know work is super stressful i come home from work i enjoyed it for what it is and for a handheld game, it's kind of perfect because it's super easy to save. You know, you're not really meant to play hours at a time. You play it on a 30-minute bus ride, and that's perfect. Um, I was going to give it a 7.5 out of 10 because I, I definitely enjoyed it a lot, um, enough to finish it. But it does something at the end, and this isn't really a spoiler, but it's going to make me bump it up to an 8. And that is once you finish the game, it knows that you finished it, and it saves it. So you can continue playing the game and just have fun fishing and your sister is saved, and your mom knows you saved her. And I love that. I hate it when RPGs start you back before the final boss if you go back into the game. It feels like it's incomplete to me. And even my beloved Earthbound, I, I believe, does that. Most RPGs did. But this one doesn't. It saves it after you finish the game, and you can just go around doing your thing, having saved your sister and having no stress. And I'm going to give it an 8 because I think that just gives it – not that you're going to go back to it much, but I don't know. It charmed me. It's an eight for me. I do believe this will be much lower for some people, but that's where I am. So this is definitely Retro Bliss Pocket Reviews approved. Um, and as Johnny would probably say, I predict, it's not quite a diamond. Nope, not a diamond. That's going to be a hard rating to get. All nines, I believe we said, is a diamond or higher. Yeah, it's going to be nine or higher average from this yeah. three. But that's but, because diamonds are rare. Yes. Actually, uh, they're not. To be fair and honest, in real life, diamonds are very or everywhere. But the people who sell diamonds make it seem like they're rare to make more money. That's the truth. That's the honest truth. Yeah, I've heard that. That's kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But this game is not everywhere. I think it goes for about sixty bucks for the loose cart. Yeah, that's pretty wild to me. <laughs> um, yeah, I enjoyed it enough that I did get the sequel because it was half that at a retro game store, which was still a lot of money, but it was a good price. So now I can play the sequel and review it on Patreon. So that's good for everybody. 
Yeah, I'm sure they'll love another fishing audio. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you don't want to pay $60 for the cart, though, I'm just swimming right by that comment. Um, I don't know. How, how can you play this game, like, officially? Obviously, there's ways to play it, obviously. But, I, oh, you know what? It was on the 3DS eShop. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Yeah, so yep. there you go. 3DS eShop, if that's still a thing, it probably is. Um, you can play it I there. I don't know. Nintendo's kind of weird with that stuff. It might be I know. Going now. <laughs> I know. <clears throat> but, so yeah, it was $4.99. I remember seeing that on the 3DS eShop. The heavy, heavy rumors are that Game Boy and Game Boy Color games are coming to the eShop very soon. Or the... Switch, switch online right yeah, yeah the free games you can play on switch online yep. we'll see um but in the meantime this has been river king for tim and johnny before we go out next time on retro bliss pocket reviews it's my oh, pick yeah and Sorry. we're playing for the sega game gear we're going to play tales adventure uh finally one of the best sidekicks in all video games Gets his time to shine, so I'm very excited to play this. I always wanted to play this, and this gives me an excuse. Uh, Tails, we've all discussed this before, is all three of us, is a character all three of us really love. So, uh, very much looking forward to that. Uh, Tails adventure coming to you soon on Pocket Reviews. I hope beyond anything that the main mechanic in that is fishing. That would, <laughs> my day. That would be my personal help, well, but it, so it probably is. Remember uh, Sonic the Adventure, uh, Big the Cat would fish. Yep, yeah, he would. Yep. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. So that, there was fishing in Sonic the Hedgehog as well. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Play along with us. Yeah, Tales Adventure. You should have plenty of time to play that before the next Pocket Review episode. So we'll catch you next time on Pocket Reviews. I'm glad I did this. Have a great one. Have a great one.